Okay, on to our next category. Uh, the George Orwell Prize for Worst Leftist. Yep. This includes like liberals, progressives, whatever stripe you want to say. People who you would expect better from. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, yeah, guess what? It's mostly Labour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, first uh, nomination, uh, Graham Jones. Yep. Uh, the second MP for Riyadh East. Yep. <laughs> um, he had... Uh, he, he was... Mostly quiet, mostly kind of anti-Corbyn, as per usual. Mm. A lot of his mates have kind of been a bit quieter or have, you know, resigned the party. Yeah, because of um, sexual assault allegations, always got to remember that. But he's proper um, authentocrat as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had a couple of uh, a couple of choice quotes. Most of the hard left have never done a hard day's work in their life and probably crossed the road to avoid the working class. Give her a full day at the football with White Van Man and his mates. How long has he been an MP? Uh, I think since like 2001. I might be making that up. But yeah, so I'm going to take lectures of like work it, from him. <laughs> it's uh, That was talking about the fact that, I can't remember who it was, he's married to an ex-head of the Communist Party. So okay. he's talking about like the hard left. Okay. Um, and he's a proper kind of su- Saudi Arabia stanner. Yeah. Um, on, the, uh, on the Yemeni war, he tweeted, cholera rife... Until UAE KSA medicines arrived, malnutrition rife, government salaries last paid a year ago, schools, hospitals closed. But Houthis opened Baskin Robbins ice cream parlour in Sana. Ice cream for nouveau riche Houthi terrorist in war economy. <laughs> you know, and as, as we said earlier, that's giving the women jobs. And, it is. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's the dream. Yeah, yeah. That's the, the technocratic dream. Oh. Sounds like it's all right over like, there. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen any Labour people talk about, um, where is it, Gabon? Oh, the, uh, yeah, the, <laughs> the oil rich nation. The latest coup. Trump sent 80 troops in and the, literally a week later there was a military like, coup. Yeah. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I missed this. Yeah, so a bunch of soldiers turned up in this African oil rich country and then within like a couple, within, within like, I think it was within a couple of days. Yeah. Um, then suddenly the next thing that they see on TV is their military saying that they're taking over. <laughs> Ooh, America, I, America are you forcing nothing a, to do with it. You forcing nothing. a regime change again? No, they did not. Though they would never, never. Okay, okay. Never. But I've noticed that no one's really, no, no one's saying it. It's more important. It's like taking the troops out of Syria and putting them over to Gabon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's like it's like. Oh, I've realised actually. There's no de- there's no good deals in the Middle East anymore. <laughs> yeah. Africa's where all the good deals are made. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think China were there? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. He's he also uh he the fucking fucking cheek of him. Okay. Um, so, responding to an Oxfam report during the World Cup about the Iraqi football team, mm-hmm. he said, Some cheek, they can only play because the Iraqi people, with help from the West, liberated them through military action. Mm. Pretty free place, that Iraq. That's, that's yep. a very, um, that's like a very mid 2000s um, establishment Democrat kind of <laughs> yeah. uh, stance. That seems kind of outdated. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's you know, it's a man lost in time. You want to say anything yeah. about the Labour talking party. about white vans, and <laughs> white white vans down the football? I mean, yeah, he's a butt Iraq guy, but it was good. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, next nomination. Okay, Aaron Bastani. Oh, but how could he be a bad leftist? Pick. It's not really that controversial. No, no. But really. anyway, uh, uh, actually, no. I'm sorry. No, that is controversial. But he hates capitalism <laughs> since the 1980s. So, okay, so he's he's always like, it's not that I give him more of a chance. I don't. Hmm. But I 
don't think like I don't think he wins this category for instance I don't think he's the worst like left winger in the world no because he's just not very good at anything but he is increasingly <laughs> kind of annoying. like yeah. whenever his his pronouncements he's become more like his pronouncements have become weirder he started off on some tangent about like how important nationalism was when people were talking about like left nationalism and left patriotism well he was a he talked about guy wasn't he yeah. yeah, he talks about like how well nations obviously exist. The nation of Persia has existed for yeah. for five thousand years. What did he actually say? When was it? Uh, I can't find it. Fine, yeah. um, but he's like, yeah, the nation state of Persia has existed, although you know it's a cultural thing, and it's like, yeah. well, that's not a fucking nation state, then, is it? No. Do you know what I mean? Very no. easily, like it's because he seems to be so overconfident in what he's saying. Yeah, he, he just cr- makes these pronouncements. He's like, he does have this. He does a bit of gatekeeperiness. He gets to be the one on TV. He very much acts yeah. like he is king left um, with his plans to mine asteroids yeah. and things like that. I'm looking forward to his book. The Warhammer sh- Economy. Yeah. I'm looking, for, <laughs> I'm looking forward to his book. It's going to be mm. It's going to be a good read. It's pushed back. But, um, yeah, it's like, has it been pushed back again? Uh, no, it was pushed back. It was meant to be out, I think, now. Yeah. But it's been pushed back. But um, what are the measures? It's like he's doing all the same things that old lefty groups do, used to do that I, that I used to really hate. Someone crit- someone says, like, this thing you did, I don't like. And he's like, well, you're all assholes for how dare you even criticise me. I'm going to make take the piss out of you. I'm going to my room. Yeah. <laughs> he's got... Uh, I, don't, I don't even he think... He literally did that. I don't even think... Yeah, of course. He, he does do that, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think, like, that's a pattern of the old left. That's a pattern of, like... Um, Almost like media personalities in, mm. in in general when they have access to Twitter. Like mm. he he also has this way of like adopting whatever people are talking about at that particular time of adopting it and like boosting it to the max. Mm. So like people are talking about like um uh like how to approach the working class. There's a whole argument this year about like what it was to be like in quotes normal mm. and appeal to the normal working class, mm-hmm. which is exactly the kind of stuff that everybody's been taking the piss out of for yeah. years because it doesn't exist. There's yeah. a wide range of individuals that are united by class interests that mm. doesn't necessarily uh, take into account like their cultural mm. backgrounds and things like that. There's a mm. much wider variety and speaking to like quote-unquote normal people is yeah. a fallacy. Loaded. You've got to kind of appeal to their material interests. Yeah. But like he starts like role-playing as like Niccolo Machiavelli, like he's this yeah. great political thinker. And it kind of culminated in that, um, so the actual quote was, I'm a big fan of capitalism from 1800 to 1980. It's just now that record is facing serious, sustained, and arguably secular challenges. And when challenged as to whether it was a joke, he said, oh, it's Karl Marx. It's in Marxism. (sighs) Which is like proper vulgar Marxism. It's assuming that... Everything was fine with capitalism. Everything is okay as long as it's producing... Like yeah. that's that's the the like vulgar Marxist yeah. take that all those economic systems are all about it's production and they reach a ceiling of production and then they can't do yeah. it anymore. So that's why you need socialism. Yeah, but that like doesn't take into account the fucking two hundred years of different scholarship and different takes on Marx and mm-hmm. social science and all that kind of stuff. And just for him to like go, oh no, I am a absolutely one hundred percent down the line classical Marxist mm. with no nuance whatsoever. It's like by the way, left minds of asteroids. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, there's gonna be this huge opt out where we all get to go and live in fucking uh habitats. Yeah. Ring worlds. Yeah. You know? It's okay, robots will do our chores. Uh hey, do you remember how cool the eighties was? Yeah. Like all that all those Bright uh, pastel suits and all that cocaine. <laughs> yeah, capitalism was good. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. what a bizarre date to choose as well as yeah. a, as like a public opponent of neoliberalism. Yeah, it's like to 1980. We need to go back to Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> Money a, never sleeps. It is a really weird one because like nothing bad. Nothing, capitalism didn't do anything. Like neoliberalism didn't do anything in the 70s. It just didn't exist. Yeah, it's just like oh yes, the the system whereby you know we annex 14 Indian <laughs> provinces every couple of years <laughs> to pave for a load of cotton yeah. you know, enslave their populaces and starve them out hmm. like clearly that's not true and in fact you've even mentioned excuse me you've even mentioned that kind of stuff before yeah so you're just he's just not listening to himself mm-hmm. sometimes yeah I get the impression that he's just not very smart hmm. <laughs> just goes he goes off on one he he does but in a kind of snarky way it's yeah. so, it's so Plus weird he with Paul Mason <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll talk about him in a bit. <laughs> you don't say. He was on. To be honest, he was on this list last year. Yeah, so, you know, and he'll be on it next year as well. And he will most likely be on it next year. <laughs> um, okay, next uh, nomination: John McDonnell. Mm-hmm. Again, oh. uh, mm. controversial overall to mm. put him on this list. But there's one quite important thing that he did this year that has really got me suspicious and like antsy about what he's willing to include within this like new labor new, new labor how broad a church this is new labor how broad moment. a church is corbettism going to be is yeah. it going to be so broad that it's going to include a bunch of hate mongers yeah so he uh, i think it was just after the conference yeah. this year he met uh women's place mm. which is a leading kind of transphobic turfy mm. group um, campaigning against the Gender Recognitions Act, mm-hmm. which, like I, I think I mentioned it a f- few episodes ago, that Labour's still committed to bringing that in mm. on official policy level. Yeah, it, it's still there, but he he went to them. He announced on Mumsnet specifically that he yeah. was going to meet. He with did an them. interview on Mumsnet. All, yeah, he did like yeah. an AMA of yeah. all the fucking places. Yeah, just avoid it. Yeah, like, well, you don't have to. You don't actually have to. You're a shadow chancellor. Yeah, there's like at no point with the thing is it's just that it being held to account by Mumsnet. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just it's uh, it's suspicious because old lefties of that age, there's quite a lot of them who've got friends who are big time turfs. Most there's, of the like, most of the prominent. Not I say most, a lot of the prominent uh, transphobes. Uh, at the moment, seem to be coming from what you might call like an old, like Trotskyist left. Mm. Well, yeah, or the, the the old far left. Rooster Walker. Yeah, for instance. That's her yeah. name. And yeah. it's Rooster Walker who's like one of the most prominent ones of like old Labour. She found Women's Place. Is that is she, she involved might, with them? She might have. I, I don't can't know. remember. I don't know. But, you know, like she's prominent and she's very, she was very much on the left. I don't think she, like as soon as out came all the, the bigot stuff, then she's not really left wing anymore. I mean, it's, yeah, it's very difficult to claim like universal yeah. egalitarianism and, you know, liberatory yeah. intent if your whole purpose in life is to erase an entire class of people from yeah. Yeah. the face of the earth, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not on. But yeah, and the fact that he still yeah. hasn't mentioned it, he still hasn't said anything about it since the AMA yeah. hasn't like said, yeah, that's oh, the thing he could have just like, said, yeah, I talked to them about? and they they just said they just they said a load of crap and I just said no. They said something about foxes in the headhouse, so I quietly left. Jesus, is he just like too old to really get it? Or I mean, I don't think that's an excuse. I think he's like a lot. I think that it, I, mean, I think in friends. a position that he's in, yeah, yeah, that is not an excuse. Yeah, that's. I think if like, it has a lot of the feel of the old boys network. Yeah, of he was friends with somebody mm. 
who and we've mentioned it before with Corbyn and some mm. like I think shitty it's the same SDP it's the same re- same reason Raylan Bennett is where he is now within, mm. yeah. within the Labour Party and gets yeah. to talk to these people because for years they were the only ones they, they could talk to yeah. and also the turf stuff a lot of it has a lot of the like hardcore turfs have come out of nowhere mm. well I say come out of nowhere they've always had these beliefs but it, they haven't really gone on about it for some reason they have sh- oh, well I, I mean that in response to the gender recognition act they have sharpened mm-hmm. and increased the intensity of whatever it whatever beliefs they held before mm-hmm. or you've got has-beens like Greer and Bindle who mm. have not yeah. uh, who have you know pretty much been quiet and not evolved their ideas since uh, 1970s second wave feminism mm. Uh, coming out and you know just being very very loudly trotting out the same arguments with like this added patina of bigotry. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess just trying to capitalize on that without actually having to do any work to mm. uh, understand 2018 <laughs> yeah. and it, true egalitarianism. I don't. I, just, yeah. I don't know. They're hateful, awful human beings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the fact and he, there's there's no excuse in what in whatever Corbynism's trying to be. For them to hang out with people like that—that's a red line for. I'll be fair. Most Corbynites, most like Corbynistas, I think mm. that's a red line for most of them. I don't know. I know it. I know it definitely is for mm. ones of like my daughter's age. Sure. Yeah. Um. But I, there are some people I know that it's not a red line. It's like a warning sign, mm. but they they wouldn't not like unless they did something specifically. Yeah, turfy. Sure. Unless like the Labour Party bring in some turfy policy, which I don't think they would. That's the thing. Yeah, I just think they might let some be councillors, yeah. which is too that, much. That they might let one on the NEC again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, they might let them at conference to hassle their members. Yeah, you know, it's it's just not on. But yeah, who next? Yeah. Uh, next, Nimco Ali. <laughs> oh, she, she, yeah, she's Excuse definitely me. not a Tory. The most. Left, <laughs> how dare you? How dare you insinuate the, the most left person? <laughs> she failed to become the Tory <laughs> candidate for mayor. To oh, I've forgotten his name, but the bloke Sean the, Bailey. Sean Bailey. It's worked out fine for the Tories, to be honest. Yeah. It's, it's like, and the thing is, when when Nimco Ali was like, "Oh, maybe I'll run for the Tories. Maybe I'll do that," and it was like, you'd be terrible. You would do so badly. You, there is no way that you could win London Mayor, Nimco Ali. You are so wrong about everything. And the Tories go, no, we don't want her. She's too much of a woman. Let's go with Sean Bailey. He seems like a safe pair of hands. Where is he? Oh, he's shouting at some gays in the corner. Oh, no, they're not some gays. They're just some mannequins. <laughs> I mean, she like she popped up in like Owen, Owen Jones, because of course everybody yeah. does. Popped up in Owen Jones's mentions. <coughs> Um, having a go at Rosina Ali Khan, the uh, Labour MP, mm-hmm. saying, you should be ashamed allowing Owen to call a council and area that gave us women like Jane, Jane Ellison and Justine Greening right wing. <laughs> you know what that kind of language drums up. As a result of this video, I will be a non-Tory door-knocking for them. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I first heard of her last year, I hadn't heard of her before. Hmm. Um, and you said, oh yeah, she's a Tory. And uh, yeah, yeah, I was like, all oh, right, she's... She's not, you know, she doesn't. She says she's not, and she's not been in the party or anything. She's not, but literally every tweet is about how, how she's much she so not Tory. Well, it's it's not even that. It's like I'm so not a Tory that. Um, so she's like that fortune psyop to... where um, they all just say like, "Thanks for pushing normal people further to the right." Yeah, yes. <laughs> well, she's, um, yeah. she's a female circumcision um, woman, and yeah. like really pushed like that, and yes, done yeah. a lot of good work on that. And the thing is, yeah. the Tories have done. More work on that than the Labour government, the previous Labour government did. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was that. 
I don't think I I think it was maybe that they just didn't they didn't know or maybe they didn't care. But you know full well why the Tories are going so hard into it. Because of those <laughs> barbarians. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They're going hard into it because they just like, oh look, here's, a, here's some justification for me to call them savages. Awesome. That's that's why they're doing it. But um, she doesn't see that. She just sees them as being staunch feminists. And then that's broken her brain. And she thinks that they're all feminists and she thinks Theresa May's great. She's like listed. She's like going on now about how she's enlisting the rest of her family. Like talking about her, um, her seven-year-old niece who will probably be a Tory MP one day. No, she won't. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's a, there's a, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, yeah, no, no. There's not, not going to be a world left by the time that girl's old enough to be a, to, to be an MP. <laughs> Maybe she, if she like, if she a Tory of the Ashes constituency, <laughs> if the radiation gives her flippers, perhaps she could be an MP for the Sea Tories. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who next? Uh, oh, next uh, another one. Uh, as <laughs> I say, another controversial one. Diane Abbott. For her, we need more cops speech at the Labour conference and any subsequent we need more cops and border guards <laughs> yeah. chat. Um, we love our cops. Yeah, she them. she does. She uh, The thing is, I don't... I don't know if Diane Abbott does love cops on borders, but she. But it doesn't matter but because it's how she acts. The fact that she is coming out strongly enough that she thinks it's good enough to just recycle it as an attack line against the Tories mm-hmm. with no thought of the fact that Corbyn isn't supposed to be different. Yeah. It's it is at the, the worst best, at best dumb. Yeah. And at worst she's like nasty. come on. This yeah. is the same new Labour shit. Yeah, exactly. It's triangulation. Exactly. And I think that's probably what it is really with yeah. her. Um but yeah it's it's disappointing and it's the reason why the Tories felt justified in having more cops. And well, no, because she'll put them over a barrel, you see, because the yeah. Tories will never possibly promise more cops or more powers for cops. Yeah. <laughs> that's not something that they are able to do with their elect- like electoral constituency of the gangs from Mad Max. <laughs> it's like, oh, look. Oh, look at that news footage of those people drowning in the, in the channel. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to hammer the Tories on borders. That'll really get them, because Tories really hate any excuse to shoot at migrants in the sea and play with boats. Like, when has a Tory ever not wanted to play with a boat and shoot at brown people in shitter boats? That's literally what, this em- what the empire was founded you know, on. Those Our good boats and their crap boats. Every town, you, every like town fair, county fair you go to, there's that little paddling pool with yeah. the little boats that yeah. shoot water. That's what that is. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, she's... She... she doesn't win, obviously. No. There are way worse people on here. But it's not very fucking good for the future, is no, it? No, it's disgusting. It's one of those things that is like... You know, I say it a lot. But some of the reasons why I'm not a member of the Labour Party is to do with things like John McDonnell hanging around with bigots and Diane Abbott making sure there's more coppers to hit me. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, why would I vote for that? Like, you know, I probably will. But I'm not going to be happy about it. I'm not going to give him any money. Yeah. Yeah. Next one. Uh, Jess Phillips. Ah, oh, Jess. Yeah. Good old Jess. Um, Best yeah. Labour MP. Yeah, the MP for bats <laughs> and normalcy. <laughs> um, yeah, she's had... She's refining her approach in being mm. that that kind of... I wouldn't even call her a centrist, because, again, no. we mentioned this last year and numerous times through mm. the year. I don't really know what she stands for. She believes in nothing. She's a, she's a, 
um, she's a charity exec in waiting. Yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, she uh, insisted that sex workers be called prostitutes in an interview to the point of stopping the person who was giving the interview when they were saying that. I think the per- the interviewer actually raised the point. Yeah. I've used the word sex worker and prostitutes. Um, it's her and both. Uh, Sarah Champion together, yeah. wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, and she stopped her and said, "Actually, I think you mean prostitutes." Like the it's Richard Littlejohn thing. What the fuck? Like the Richard Littlejohn thing, saying, "How dare you call these girls victims? They were prostitutes. They were whores." <laughs> Isn't it? Is that? It's another interesting thing because, like, she loses absolutely nothing by adhering to a fair perspective on sex work and sex workers generally. Um, like a, a just, a, yeah, a, 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 a just. Attitude towards them. It's like the turf thing. Loses the, her the, nothing. The swerf and turf thing. I don't know if you're they're trying to appeal to. That's the true egalitarianism of the Labour Party, having <laughs> both swerfs and turfs serve yeah. as MPs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, um, it, I, I don't know who they're trying to appeal to, um, but it's. Does she wrong. just hate other women? I mean. Um, yeah, well, wrong women. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, she hates the wrong ones. It's just, oh, it's horrible. It's. It, it, there's no social movement to no. call sex workers prostitutes. There's no like groundswell of like opinion to do that. It's like somebody's angry dad. Yeah, got <laughs> prosies in my day. Um, yeah, yeah, she's she at various okay. points uh, cut, like pops up to kind of shore up Theresa May, yeah. saying she's so brave. Yeah. Her best moment of the year. Um, she said, I'm going to start an alt-reasonable movement where oh you can God. say exactly what you think, be relatable and authentic, without oh. leaning on hate and division. But the- they're prostitutes. Call them what they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, next. Next. Uh, next nomination. Uh, Angela Nagel. Ah, uh, yes. Uh. Leftist Angela Nagel. Yep. Well, she is a leftist. You wouldn't understand because in Ireland, the leftists are very different to the kind of leftists you'd understand, American. <laughs> like, I included Angela Nagel wouldn't really know what an Irish Nim- leftist is because they don't hang her out with her anymore because she's such a bigot and a Nazi. <laughs> I included Nimco Ali on here as yeah. a joke. I had yeah. more joke candidates on here. Yeah. And I included Angela Nagel thinking, oh, yeah, she's been a terrible leftist. But it's like, she's been such a terrible leftist. She's not a leftist. She hasn't been for years. She's not a socialist no like really strasserite talking points from her yeah Yeah. she's not a very good person Um, I think she's pretty dangerous to be honest incredibly dangerous all she does is like um, give people like she acts as justification for so many bad people and like leads people down bad paths so of course you know last year she had her her book Kill All Normies which Mm -hmm. blamed uh uh, the resurgence of the alt right on Tumblr teens uh, yeah. and their yeah. gender uh, liberation. Yep, yeah, it's a fine understanding of the far right there. <laughs> of course, yeah. Uh, and uh, so this year, what she had a, a uh, cozy, friendly interview on TV with Richard Spencer. Mm-hmm. And uh, most oh, recently, oh god, I forgot about that. Oh yeah, Shit. they had a little sit down at a chinwag. Of course, very very nice. Yep. Uh, and then most recently, she was on Fox News talking about uh, the left's case for closing the borders. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah. published in a Trump in a Trump. Um, a pro-Trump journal, mm. I yeah, like American yeah. Affairs or something like that. And speaking of one of those, which is, a, yeah, which is has been around for a while, and it is a a staunchly right-wing uh, uh, thinking man's journal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she was at the Spike thing as well, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah, well, she I was. mean, that's kind of that's kind of part of the course. What I really hated was um, she debated um, Sargon of Akkad. Yeah. Oh, I'm saying he was right as well. Yeah. Well, I I looked up. I actually bullied off YouTube. I was looking up the screenshots and like the post before it came up, and the actual question they were debating was: Is classical liberalism enough to rival the rise of identity politics? With two people 
debating that. Yeah. The question being, is it enough? Yeah. Identity politics has to be stopped. Yeah. Classical liberalism is the thing to stop it, but will it be able to? That's not, that's that's not, not the debate. big question. <laughs> no. No. Where did she have this debate with, with Carl from uh, Swindon? It was Dublin. Because that's, how he, that's what he is. He is essentially an LBC phoning. It's a university in Dublin, I think. Um, but it's just... I, he loves the N-word, that guy. Richard Spencer, does. after that, actually said, oh, Nazbol, please. Yeah. Uh, referencing, yeah, if you I didn't, know. Know, if you didn't like, know, the National Bolshevists, which yeah. is a weird Strasserite left... Like, left... Far, I mean, they're far right, but they bring in some kind of, like left socialist policies based on race and Volk. Yeah. Rather than uh, class. Cool. Yeah. Extremely cool. It's yeah. That's fine. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I just love her border shit. Like she, she rails yeah. against like liberal orthodoxy. Like mm. or, her big thing this year was like open borders are a, a, a neoliberal orthodoxy that needs to be challenged. That's what all the corporations and all the things want. Thinking that that'll appeal to left-wingers who are against like mm. corporate capitalism mm. without pointing out that no fucking neoliberal government is bringing in open borders. No, none of them. Everybody is closing their borders everywhere. Who yeah. is she? Who's she talking about? I like it's that thing. You know? of like it's been. She's been again such, such a bad lefty. If you want to do something like that, really upsets international capital and stops mm. them from you know being able to think. It's not free movement of people that they don't want complete free movement of people. Yeah, because that is hard to control. But you know, just stop free movement of capital. Yeah, just do uh, it. The thing like, is, like, in South Korea. she. she she does, a while couple, ago, but she, you know, you can do it. I think if you were going to staple a position to her, she does like, uh, she does include free movement of capital, but it has to come along with exactly. Free that's what, of yeah, but no, she is only talking about free movement of people in terms of wages, mm-hmm. which is a half truth, mm-hmm. and talking about it in terms of like legitimate concerns like mm. culture. Yeah, and oh. as soon as you start culture. talking about immigration on cultural terms, yeah, you're fucked. To be fair, You've put your flag up and like. To be no fair, way, as an Irish, no as, as an Irish woman who's moved to America, you know she's seen the devastation that the Irish did to that country. <laughs> <laughs> the worst migrants. <laughs> the only justification for a hard border: Irish Americans <laughs> and Italian Americans. She's seen all those Marky Mark movies. <laughs> <laughs> Good God, yeah. Oh. Okay, next. Um, following on from that, uh, momentum. You yeah. wanted this included. I wanted this because I was I, I wasn't going to put Diane Abbott on because. Diane Abbott, she's gonna MPs are gonna MP, but uh, momentum is supposed to be you know the ones, you know they're the ones who are really boosting for it all, and they're the ones who made little videos boosting for more cops, <laughs> like you know during the election they were boost they did like cool little videos like just want you know money for our children and you know we want more money for schooling and all this kind of stuff and, and we want housing and, and now it's like the street. yeah now it's like oh if we just have a bake sale then we can give four more coppers like batons <laughs> and it's like no momentum bad momentum to be honest they've still continued with that schools hospitals public transport stuff have they yeah yeah, but mainly that. But what they follow the they follow the they follow more importantly they follow the attack lines of the Labour leadership. So if they yeah, if the Labour leadership are talking about cops, they're talking about cops. I think it's as simple as that. Yeah, but it's still pathetic. Um, yeah, they still those they still sat around and made a video just saying like we should have more cops, and they do videos about soldiers as well. Manchester Momentum also invited Angela Nagel to speak. Yes, they did. Uh, Great. I don't know whether it was before or after her. Uh, Fox News appearance, but was it um, before or after she released Kill All Normies? Because yeah, after that, it was it, yeah. it was unacceptable to yeah. hang around with her. It's been yeah. bad for about two years now. Yeah, mm. yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, next cat. Uh, next nomination. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Williamson mm-hmm. made a late play for 
a real shitbag. He's been a shitbag for a long time. For a number of years. But uh, I found out while I was researching him, he voted for military action in Libya. Of course he did. <laughs> Do you know he used to be a hunt-seller? Really? That's, I, I that. think that's where he started, like, that's where his political education started. Huh. Being a hunt-seller. Which is kind of cool. That is kind of um, cool. But also, he's yeah. an anti-Semite. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, he, is all, he exists on the border most of the time and then makes, like, catastrophic, like tweets and statements the most recent mm. one being uh, tweeting in support of a petition to allow Gilad Atmon, Atmon <laughs> to play now if, you, if anybody anybody on the far left knows Gilad At- the SWP won't associate with him that tells you how fucking bad he is he's a proper anti-Semite who the SWP Jew- are all like put away your he's GHB Jew- lads <laughs> <laughs> he's Jewish and he thinks Jews run the world yeah like properly uh, properly anti-Semitic <laughs> yes um, but yeah, Chris Williamson is is he is the worst bits and like I don't I don't when I say cranky I don't mean it in like a kind of ableist kind of way I can't think of a better word for it he's like he is symbolic of all the worst failings of old lefties yeah the problem is as well when because uh, Labour's been under such sustained attack from shitbags mm-hmm. they are seeing any incoming fire as like from that tendency yeah everybody like there's a significant amount of people online who've got this like siege mentality yeah. of they we have to throw back as much as yeah. we think so and chris williamson whenever he gets in trouble you'll have tons and tons of people defending him yeah. it doesn't matter what he's done yeah it just matters that he's done it and that's yeah. like an unthinking reflex that i would prefer was not there well, and if you if he should be deselected and if the Labour, oh, yeah. if the Labour, if corbyn was going to be smart you deselect him and then they can't get angry when you deselect about like fifty of the other shitbags who are on the right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, next one, uh, Paul Mason. Yeah. Boom. Um, oh. He had a stellar year, actually. He's um, he's been all over the places. <laughs> he really has. His his referendum like stuff has been. Oh yeah, we need to do Brexit. Then we need to make the case for a people's referendum. <laughs> yeah. Then we need to you know really start appealing to the defence industry. Was a big one yeah. after the. The local yeah. elections this year. Yeah, the, um, the defence industry thing, that's like such a bullshit old union thing of like, well, what about the jobs of the people who make the child-killing machines? <laughs> <laughs> he said, my ethnicity is British, my nationality proletarian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss the Paul Mason that would just tweet at porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the old Mason. <laughs> um, Diane Abbott said that uh, came out and said Labour wouldn't go to war for anything less than like World War Two, like telling, uh-huh. like signalling what her foreign, like foreign secretary yeah. kind of thing would be. Um, and he responded, "It's excellent." Labour said no to Iraq, no to Vietnam, no to Suez, and is saying no today. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Labour said no to Iraq. Don't you remember that? that yeah, I just think I distinctly remember that. I remember that. <laughs> um, well, they said no to Iraq being a thing in a place. <laughs> He has an odd way of kind of coming out very literally and saying things as well. He doesn't hide things. That's mm. like a good thing. Like he said, Corbynism 2.0, Labour should be prepared to put radicalism on the back burner and seek a de facto progressive coalition. Mm. So he just comes out and says what everybody tiptoes around, yeah. which is like refreshing to you know dismiss him as a bad, a bad lefty, a yeah. bad pundit, yeah. but is still baffling. Yeah. Uh, okay, Sarah Champion. Okay. Uh, she hasn't been big on the news this year. I haven't seen her a lot, but no. what I have seen of her is mm. vile. Uh, as we mentioned, um, the 
interview with uh, Jess just, Phillips. Yeah, just like their who is called yep. what they are. And uh, basically, whenever any kind of um, like abuse court case comes up, oh yeah, she'll jump in there. Um, trying to push this narrative that there is a problem with all Pakistani men mm-hmm. when it comes to child sex abuse. Yep. And she she outright says all. Yeah, yeah, she absolutely yeah. does. Was her well. son article this year? Or was that last year? I think I mean, she did another one. I think she, yeah, I think she, she did one last year, but she, I think she did another one this yeah. year. Yeah, it, it was like, see, I was right. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, and it's like no kind of nuance, no kind of no. accepting that there might be other causes for that no. kind of thing, and that actively pointing towards someone race is what we usually call racism. She needs, yeah, she needs to be kicked out. Yeah, yeah. is unacceptable behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She should have been kicked out after that fucking arc. To be yeah. fair, after that that documentary, the um, you know, the summer of labor, mm-hmm. um, when they had the election. All of those Labour politicians should have been kicked out of the party. <laughs> yeah. Just for like, like they're obviously wrecking. They're wrecking in this documentary. <laughs> There's no specific thing against wrecking, but it would just be a question of, why are you here? Why are you here? Like, why are you bothering? You can yeah. get paid. You're all like, of lawyer, like class level. You're yeah. all like, uh, professionals. Yeah, just go and fine. do something else. Yeah. Okay. Um, and th- finally, Stella Creasy. How could we forget? Yeah, yeah, um, Stella. Walthamstow's yeah. mom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Walthamstow's white mom who blocked us on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> we had a whole episode about her this year, but um, well, it wasn't even about her. It was about her one it was speech. About her speech. Yeah, it was about a speech where she got really grumpy because the Walthamstow Labour Party wanted to get rid of her dad from a prominent position in the Labour Party. <laughs> Do you guys remember when she was? Uh, tw- uh, replying to all of quote quote tweeting all of her detractors with uh, Morrissey lyrics, and it was the same weekend that Morrissey had gone off the deep end and yep. was saying all the four Britain stuff. Yeah, yeah. and the <sighs> thing is, the thing is, it's well, timing. <laughs> it's the thing is there as well is when Morrissey did all that, <coughs> we all knew he was a Nazi. She knows too. She's supposed to be like the Britpop one. Yeah, she, she knows. Seven. She knows exactly what he is. Oh yeah, but um, yeah, she oh she. Terrible. She's a little more subtle than Jess Phillips, um, mm. and she's got angry with her kind of detractors on mm. on social media. Um, but it's hard not to when she tweets like, "Oh, there's blame on both sides mm. for Israel massacring another forty Palestinians." Well, it's, um, you know, the thing, the thing I remember is when um, it was a couple of years ago. It was when I think it was Yemen or Syria. I think it was it was either Yemen or Syria vote for like airstrikes. I mean, last year it was Syria. Yeah, and she voted in favor. Yeah, yeah. well, um, she had loads of letters, and there was um, a group of um, parents um, standing around outside the Walthamstow Labour Party yeah. office because um, they wanted her not to. Yeah, and she described them as thugs. Oh yeah, it was momentum thugs. Yeah, there she were a did. lot. There were a lot she of prams. Did. A yeah. lot of prams, yeah. otherwise known as like miniature humpies. <laughs> well, Hamas hammer, hammer attack prams. <laughs> there were Hamas attack prams. I mean, say what you will. I mean, from our uh, episode uh, that you that you kindly had me and Ollie on last at the end, tail end of last year, yeah, she's doing a bang up job on housing in Walthamstow. Yeah, yeah, she's doing oh, so yeah. good. She's doing so well. Um, yeah, she is just terrible. Loves war. Loves all the war. Is significantly opposed to really anything different. Yeah, she would that's really the thing. She, like things to go back to the way that they were when no one cared about politics. I think that's the main problem. Of and it was a profession; it was a noble profession, you know, mm. without all these amateurs in there. Well, it's noble, and it, it yeah, sucks. Well, it fucking sucks. Yeah, it's a terrible attitude to have. Yeah. Well, look, her dad didn't put all that effort into getting her into that job, <laughs> for then you people to come and threaten to deselect her. <laughs> Um, Friends with Arcade Fire, though. That's cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's pretty cool. It makes me like her even more. Uh, yeah. Okay, so who wins? Um, oh, honourable one honourable mention. Okay. Sorry. Elon Musk 
yeah, this year described himself as a socialist and tried to start a, ma- a fact-checking magazine called Pravda. It's <laughs> the name of the state organ in the Soviet Union. <laughs> Marx, well, Marx loved capital. He wrote a book about it. He did. Yeah. He did. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, was that Elon Musk or for studies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who wins? Um, oh, fuck. I mean, I would go with Nagel because... I would go with Nagel. I think she had some leftist elements and has gone so far. And I think she's more of a danger. And I think the Labour Party being pro-cop is no different. She her. represents... It's like, the same old, same old, but yeah. she is literally like a Pied Piper of fascism. She represents the oh, absolute yeah. worst-case scenario of where left patriotism and all that bullshit mm-hmm. gets you. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Paul Mason doesn't, Aaron Bastani doesn't, mm-hmm. she does. Yeah. I think. Well, now Fox has their... their, uh, their, their token leftist that mm. they can trot out to say, well, see, look, look, yeah. here, here's one of the good ones. Yeah, oh. yeah, ugh. Yeah, so, well done, Nagel. Yeah, congrats. Okay, our next category, the Super Saiyan 3 levels of Pissed Off Infuriation Award. Yep. This is for less people, because there's been a lot of yep. people awards. This is for things, concepts, trends, that... Stuff that happens. ...are not just annoying or thing, but we are actively furious about, mm-hmm. right? So, first one, uh, the Guardian's Populism series. Holy shit. That word shit. in general. The it's word. Pretty, it's like, well, we don't want to mm. call them fascists. And this word means that we can just tar the left with the same brush. I don't, <laughs> even, I don't even think that it goes as far as, like, fascism. It's a particular, like, an ideology that is totally opposed to liberal technocracy. So it's not mm. what they would call experts, what they would call, like elite hmm. things it's it's basically anybody who doesn't like the davos model of running the world yeah and they did this whole series on it like how populism swept through europe over 20 years hmm. and like yeah like cast mud who we mentioned in the worst take uh, hmm. category um describes it a thin-centered ideology that considers society to be ultimately separated into two homogenous and antagonistic camps the pure people versus the corrupt elite and like that's so, such a nebulous concept, is mm. it? It could refer to, like, Thatcher. Mm. Thatcher used that. Mm-hmm. Blair used that. Blair's speech, first, like, conference speech was, we're against the old the mm. old elite, the people who are holding the good people of Britain, the hard-working people of Britain back. Yeah, That's it worked. Every, yeah, <laughs> it's every single fucking speech. And they produced, like, a whole load of articles. They produced a whole, like, test yourself on the populism chart, which yeah. was... Oh my yeah, god. Baffling. That was hilarious. Yeah. Completely baffling. Like they had Bernie Sanders was very far left, more far left than like the Spanish PM. Yeah. Which he's not. No. I mean he's left, but he's not that left. No. And Bernie Sanders is he still hasn't really found a war that he wasn't like kind of into. <laughs> yeah. Cause like he's still an old bat. <laughs> still an old white man. <laughs> Um, yeah, they describe it as like, oh, you'll talk about, see a leader talk about ordinary people in a way that reifies and romanticizes them. That's literally every politician. Mm-hmm. Every politician has done that. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, Corbyn included. Yeah. That's, I it's don't. A, it's a worthless word. Yeah, I don't get it. It's meant to kind of. They're losing. Mm-hmm. They're losing control of the very tightly regulated system they built up in the 90s. Yeah. And they hate it. And it's designed to kind of flatten out the terrain and make it, give it a good pejorative sense that they can then angle against. Because they've, they, they have lost touch with who their enemies are. Yeah. And so they've decided that their enemies are anybody who's trying to change whatever this is, this yeah. broken fucking system. Hmm. And it's, it's ridiculous. They've ridiculous. had a gross few years in general. Yeah. yeah. 
and you know what what does it what does it end with the final i think the final article on that populism series was um hillary clinton saying europe has to curb immigration yeah. to stop right wing populism yeah ends in exactly the fucking same place <laughs> as the right one yeah <laughs> it's just meaningless and well, they paid um, they paid theresa may around the tail end of the year yeah. to to write an opinion piece on why uh uh old why old labor types should come to the tory party yeah <laughs> What yeah. are you doing? Yeah, we need oh. we need a platform for the PM. <laughs> We're so desperate for them to God, seem include so like inclusive. Yeah. Theresa May has to be in p- a part of all of this process. Yeah. We want things oh. to change, but everybody who was standing against that change has to be involved in it. Definitely ridiculous. Um, oh fucking hell, Biggin. <laughs> Uh, oh. continuity remain which oh. I love as a phrase mm. that's a fantastic way of describing them but that's basically everything fub p remain people's votes yeah. referendum etc etc um, it's just gone from endless. sublime to ridiculous this year like last year we like wish it was like it was like a massive it, it, one of, we were talking about it in the award show that it was like it was a surprise how how mad how off, yes. the, yeah. off the leash they've the yeah. gone mad um, this year they've just really run with it and they have like mm. terrible memories as well yes. and they're also because of the of Theresa May's deal they're already sort of given up like some mm. of them are already like properly given up like Chuck Ramuda and um, yeah. Stephen Kinnock Stephen Kinnock's like oh I want a Norway model <laughs> they're like what? that's not what's supposed to be your job well they've separated into two halves haven't they the, mm. the professional ones can see which way the wind is blowing and so mm. they're going to accept anything as long as it's business as usual yep. and then there's the very online people yeah who the constitute the guys yeah holy um, shit the is actors it... <laughs> yeah mainly <laughs> actors the actors and the stand up comedians yeah. the vanguard of any good yeah uh, movie actors writers actually there was a trot party there was a trot party that, I can't remember which one it was but the one that um, uh, read uh, Vanessa Redgrave yeah. uh, was a member of that was mostly theatre school people. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, they've like. Yeah, it's like the, the Eddie Marsons, the Francis yeah. Berber. Is it Francis Berber? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, she's horrible. Yeah, she, again, she's just. it's That's all she does mm. is tweet kind of anti Corbyn stuff and second referendum stuff, which also, to their detriment, have become completely entwined. Mm-hmm. Like, they will not attack. Their two targets seem to be Corbyn and the working class they assume voted leave. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's the, a lot of that and it is nasty as hell. It's, yeah. It's like in America with um with the Trump stuff and they'd like the assumption that it was all working class stupid people that voted for Trump. Hell like, no, it wasn't. No. No. Like from their assumption there was a couple like as, there was a whole trend of people assuming that tradesmen they were talking to were yes. voted leave and then they were either so surprised yeah. that they voted remain mm. and they said oh it's got a Danish wife that's why which yeah. is bordering on kind of racial theories of yeah. political action yeah and uh, doing things where they like made like had a big rant at the person while they were fixing their telly yeah like, like, <laughs> how, like oh no my boiler's packed in and then they get a plumber over and then proceed to lecture them for the entire time they're fixing their hot water <laughs> about how they've they've doomed their children to a lifetime of penury <laughs> it's like it's really gross and it's like prop it's because they're all i want to speak to the manager people yeah i mean as far as they're they're going as far as to talk like there have been some discussions online between them talking about if there are food shortages after say a no deal brexit um we should reroute 
food supplies to remain voting areas. Oh, this this classic. That's this was the Brianna Wu saying we should divert funds from red states. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, because actually you know genocidal. You know, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I don't think you understand. Look, a city that voted to remain by fifty one percent definitely deserves to live. <laughs> now, a city that voted to leave by fifty one percent, every single one of them should die. We should salt the earth as a signal to Sunderland <laughs> and the rest of these places if you could even call them places they talk holes in the there. ground <laughs> they do talk weird up there <laughs> all they do is mutter about how much they love Brexit well that's the thing they're using like they use like language in the like consumer consumerism there was one person who went kind of off the wall at um saying, I will only buy from Remainer, Remainer shops. Yeah. <laughs> there has to be some kind of badge yeah. that we can use like to a kite mark. on leave businesses and leave hotels yeah. and stuff. A yellow I, star. They have to wear them. <laughs> <laughs> they have their own part of town. <laughs> God. It's like, like, I know that like, there's a hardcore lot of the Remainer people who like really hate like anyone going into Weatherspoons. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh god, you're so horrible. You're so horrible. <laughs> they've let in a load of like all of their supposed liberal principles as well. Yeah. They've had you've had a lot of a, a, tw- a turn towards people talking about how dangerous this is to western civilization <laughs> or the west. That's ah, which is yes. Brian yeah. Cox talking about oh, I was talking to someone the other day and they say America and Britain are the linchpin of the West. This means the West will... Who is he talking to? His eugenicist wife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> apparently so. The Occident I is did. in peril. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Brian goes like, well, see, look, when we leave the EU, the immigration will change. And if you look at this skull I've got here... <laughs> well, that, that some of them are doing that. They're saying, are, like you, are you sure you want to replace all these bright industrial yeah. poles with Somalis? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of that. that you know, like... Oh, you know, I've met plenty of really nice Italian girls who work in coffee shops. Now, if you replace all those Italian girls with Eritrean ones, that'd be revolting. <laughs> it's just that, I suppose, on a Marxist level, you shouldn't really be surprised. People are showing mm-hmm. their kind of class, mm-hmm. their class interests just mm-hmm. more openly. Mm-hmm. But I, it will never stop be shock, being shocking to me that the veneer of niceness mm-hmm. just sloughs off so easily. Yeah. And yeah. To, so extremely. To yeah. take them to places... Put, talking about putting the fifty-two percent to sleep, mm-hmm. talking about legalizing fifty-two, like leave euthanasia. <laughs> it's like you've, I, you have to be. Like, those are, are you joking? Those, those are like some are of the outliers. Really but then also they like the ones that they boost and that they love, and it's like we're all in the same club because of how much we hate Brexit. Mm. And so like that Pimlico plumbers guy. That they all oh, love. Yeah. The one with the Rod Stewart hair who doesn't pay his workers. Yeah, the one who got prosecuted for not paying his workers. Yeah. I tell yeah. you, Pimlico Plumbers, when I worked in the, uh, when I worked in third sector and mm. we were doing uh, household repairs, mm. uh, Pimlico Plumbers were always like the most overpriced and treated their workers the absolute worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And it's, and, it, and actually recently Jolion came back uh, and with an amazing Guardian article because he's pivoted all the way round and has come right round back to council communism by saying the people can prevent a no-deal Brexit with a general strike. Yep, I'm sure they will. Yeah. What, how will the society survive if the theatre isn't open? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, 
He's right. That's where they yeah. all work. No, he is but right. From, General Schroeder, but, but like the but people from a that baff- they're... But, but having seen him over the past two years from a baffling angle yeah. has come into this like, act, oh, what works? Yeah, strikes. Yeah. Fucker <laughs> <laughs> action. I, uh, being able to strike requires a certain level of privilege. Yeah, to yeah. a certain extent. I mean, it's... Yeah. Um, Usually, you know, trade unions do have their coffers, the ones that like, you know, the ones that do have war chests. Oh, he, of had, course. he had no coffers. No, he was just, I mean, just full-on con- general strike. What I'm he was getting like, at he is... Was magic, he was magic 17-year-old anarchist saying none of us will work. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. He had no concept of the level of organisation that that would mm. require. Yeah. That's why trade unions exist. That's why people are always talking mm. about organising and stuff, of course. But he'd hate them organising. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What uh, next? Next one. BBC Politics Shows. Uh, Daily Politics, Today, Programme, Question yeah. Time. Andrew Neil's had a stellar year of just being like a misogynist and a racist <laughs> and a, pretending he's not right-wing. And then, you know, like the, um, we talked about the Gatestone Institute. Yeah. Um, and like, <laughs> when they were talking about Danny, is it Danny Finkelstein, isn't it, mm. at the Gatestone Institute? Um, and they're talking about all this and they're just like, you're looking at pictures of the Gatestone Institute and there's, there he is, Andrew Neil. Yeah. <laughs> well, he fucking, um, he talked to um, the, I th- I'm going to pronounce this wrong, the Sedeleg Sedel- Institute, which mm. is a pro Orban yeah, that's think one. tank. That's what I'm getting mixed up. Yeah, oh, no. sorry. Oh, yeah, not I, get, yeah. I get, I get my, you Sedeleg, know, yeah, my super hard right wing <laughs> racist groups of old men mixed up sometimes because they all look the same. <laughs> I mean, like down to like booking Adam Smith Institute people yeah. or even Breitbart people and yeah. not explaining who they are. Raheem Kassam yeah. coming on to like the Today program. Yeah. Now oh. is that is that just a, a, a like clickbait chasing of ratings because no. they think that they're they're embarrassed or is it just that they've replaced them with so many conservative mm-hmm. kind of supporting people that they just don't care? Well, I mean, it, that always happens with the BBC. You yeah. always do get an influx of whatever political party and whatever like political structure is in power. You do get something of no, a, you haven't. No, no, it's been right wing for fucking like fifty years, at least fifty years. It's been right. No, but it's even been right wing. Even, even, even when the even you have had even liberal Blair, voices within the BBC. They weren't liberal. Yes, they were. They, they weren't yes, liberal. They were. Who? Oh, oh, let me just name the station director from nineteen seventy-two. I don't fucking know. They never have been. They never have. <laughs> they've been. never been left wing. No, they've never they've even been liberal because otherwise the fucking editor of the Spectator wouldn't have had a really prominent job for the last thousand years. Huh? Thingy. Um, Thingy's the editor of the Spectator. Um, Andrew Neil. No, he's not editor of the Spectator anymore. That's Fraser Nelson. He was. Yeah, he was edit- editor of the he Spectator. He was editor of the Spectator. Yeah. No, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah. He ta- they take it. They take in people from the Telegraph. They take in people from the media. But those like, are the only ones they, they take yeah. in. Well, they take in liberals as well. What liberals? Like, None of them. <laughs> they might occasionally give George Monbiot like a five minute bit, <laughs> but that's the most that they'll do. And they 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 put him away for twenty five years. <laughs> No, they're fucking cunts. All of them. All of them. <laughs> the Today programme in particular has... Yeah, it's been... F- on Radio 4 that I okay. kind of tuned into for a couple of okay. weeks. The Today programme is the one that has properly taken a nosedive straight into the fascist trough. Yeah. It's really gone at it. And I... It, well, it's obviously why. Yeah. Because um, the, there was a couple of people they specifically did that did get jobs. Mm. Which were... It wasn't that people before were liberal. It's just that they weren't as right-wing. Mm. But yeah, who next? Uh, next... Saudi love. <laughs> uh, the continuing baffling attempt to make Saudi Arabia seem okay. It's also the name of my favourite Italo disco single. <laughs> <laughs> I think it. I think it's coming to an end now. 
Well, that's the thing I kind of thought, because they, they started off the year with the South Saudi 2030 thing that they've, yeah. they've been harping on about, which is a, a huge kind of propaganda campaign to make uh, Mohammed bin Salman seem like a rational, kind of reasonably liberal leader, which all is with the goal to give, All with the goal to have a couple more WWE pay-per-views. Yeah. <laughs> this was <laughs> really disquieting. Like, these posters and, like, video adverts were all over uh, yeah. uh, near my workplace. Yeah, because yeah, he came over and it was yeah. March, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, taxi cabs going by with his face on them. It was it was very strange. Yeah, it wasn't very nice, and uh, it, it, it then yeah it culminated in the Saudi Royal Rumble, the greatest Royal Rumble ever, <laughs> yeah. didn't it? Yeah. With the um, the WWE show right in the middle of their women's revolution, and then bringing all that doing all that, and then no women on the card, no women yeah. on the card, no gays on the card. We have to apologize. We have to for apologize. Sh- they had to apologize for showing a woman in one of the adverts for yeah. one yeah. of their other pay per views. Yeah, then now forever sorry. <laughs> Um, um, and yeah, that was really galling. And then you yeah. know, Saudis—they they did what the Kingdom just, of Saudi Arabia yeah. does. It just puts pay to the whole idea of like the West has this very particular line when it comes to kind of interventionism and mm. and that kind of thing. That oh, we're against you know tyranny in the world. We're against like uh, like uh, dictatorships and all mm. that kind of thing. But if you got the big bucks, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you happen to be on the right side of this geopolitical divide and you've got the money, mm-hmm. you've got the bling. Yeah. Um, you can absolutely keep. We can absolutely keep doing what we're doing, and you can even murder journalists, which is supposedly a reason for going to war with yeah. Russia. Yeah. And then Saudi does exactly the same thing in a way more obvious, obvious and then public terrible and embarrassing lying. way. Um, like, see, they could have like flown bits of him out in bloody bags, like flown him out on like drones <laughs> while still lying, and people would have gone. Well, maybe we should just hear him out a little bit. <laughs> but um, like there was that girl on Twitter mm. who was going to be officials in a Thai airport. Oh yeah, she's um a relative of I believe one of the cousins of yeah. And she the, was like, I'm going to be I'm going to be dragged back. This is horrible. And she was just yeah. locked in herself in a room. And it wasn't. It's was like a UN human rights guy literally just went to the hotel room, literally hugged her to an airport to an, <laughs> to a plane. Yeah. Um, but that's that's been happening quite a lot, mm. and that there, there's been more talk of that kind of stuff. It'd be nice. I don't. I'm. I, I'm. I'm. Hope, that's like one of the few things I'm hopeful for is perhaps maybe we won't be as friendly with Saudi Arabia. It would require a huge, huge Jeremy change. Corbyn as prime minister. <laughs> yeah, I mean, frankly, yes. That that is the thing, and yeah. there's there's a lot of the Labour Party that I would not trust to. Oh hell no! Distance us from them. There was a there was a report that like about. Uh, there's like five or six Labour MPs who consistently get like all expenses paid trips to Saudi and get hampers at Christmas Is and stuff all? like that. Yeah, five, they're, they're the only ones that are, you know they're the, in the members' interests. I bet you there's a lot more that go Registered out for very expensive interest. dinners around the summertime when they um when all yeah, the Saudi kids, possibly, all the Saudis yeah. come over. Very possibly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, next? Yeah. Next one. The Irish question: Why, why, why do English people keep referring to Ireland like it's a fucking province? Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you I'm not dare. Gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm Welsh, so I know what Ireland <laughs> is. You know what an English province looks like. <laughs> I know exactly what an English province looks like. Just ask Kurt out. <laughs> Andrew thought, I was looking for like ev- like evidence of this, you know, like like sources and things. And most of it's Andrew Adonis. Oh yeah, he's terrible. Like That's he said, like- like the 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 republic by by like uh, talking about backstops and stuff like mm. that. The republic has engineered a swift social union with Britain, just as the British government has decided to trade Ireland, North, and Republic for Brexit. Oh, it's like you don't get to decide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there was that um, Tory MP who was like, "But don't I get an Irish passport?" <laughs> Did you see that? Like, there's an yeah. English Tory MP who thought he got a passport. 
I was disappointed because I thought I was that man. Both, um, me and my dad both thought we were eligible for Irish passports, but it turns out we're way Welsher than we thought. <laughs> There's no Irish in me. I should at really all. get it's on just with all that. Welsh. My mum's been telling me to do that for years to get yeah. on with an Irish passport, but yeah, Can't be asked. I really should. I can, and I should. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, well, just, you know, you need to claim asylum in Tato Land. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> blockade myself in the Tato rollercoaster. Yeah, it will just keep going until yeah. the, um, all of our the, freedom fighters are released. Baffling ignorance about all the politics of that entire island. Yeah, is just insane. Like the people will say, like, "Oh, but Sinn Fein, they just could do it. They could just come in." And it's like they won't. They really won't. It's like, <laughs> but why? It's like, oh. Okay. It, so it all starts with it's like so. There's this guy called Oliver Cromwell. So there's the Anglo-Norman settlement. <laughs> yeah. right? But um, plantation. <laughs> but this, it's just really the number of faux pas where like conservatives have come out and said, "How do you think the to, to the Irish saying, how would you feel if you were asked to split up your country? <laughs> You'd be furious, wouldn't you? You'd be furious. <laughs> You'd be angry, angry, I, your little I angry red faces. <laughs> so close. Yeah, so close. Yeah, it is, it's, it's a really weird one. And it's, I don't think it's going to go away either. Oh, no, they will keep doing it because yeah. they, they absolutely view Ireland as an adjunct, as a, a cheeky yeah. little sidecar yeah. to whatever's going on in Britain. And they're going to have a short, sharp shock because Ireland is going to be in the EU and continue to have the EU on its side ganging up against them. Yeah. And if they don't like the idea, like they talk constantly about like Churchillian things of like, mm. ah, us against the world. And it's like, yeah, you're going to get that. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get it at home, right, with mm. Ireland, who aren't going to be the, the maybe the minor partner anymore. Yeah, and Gibraltar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Gibraltar. Why not? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, next one. Yep. Yep. Uh, fascist normalization. The normalization of fascism. Well, having Raheem Kassam. Um, um, yeah. Uh, having Tommy on all the yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. It, there's. Every chance that we will definitely get Tommy Robinson on Question Time this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and there'll be police protecting him. Yeah. The past three years have just been absolutely fucked for this, but I feel mm. like it's really come to a head this year. Mm. There's... Probably just going to get worse. Yeah, but... like in the last week with the, um, the, with the British yellow vests the, led by <laughs> um, James Goddard. Yeah, to be fair, somebody <coughs> was going to get in on that, and yeah. frankly, the fascists got there first. Um, Do you know? Well, they got their first things in France as well. But, um, well, I, the, yeah, it's, it's, it's more varied. It's in weird France. and different. France is, a, yeah, yeah, France is more complicated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um, it, it's kind of weird. It's what's really weird is like, well, LBC are really bad for it, like because they are. But they've had like Farage on for fucking ages and ages and yeah. ages. But um, like they've let a bunch of Goddard's people phone up, and um, there was one who was talking like about. He was talking to that, was Goddard, that was the guy who was shouting at um, Owen Jones, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one who's the mate. He's leading it. Yeah, um, yeah. He's the one who's running around being the king arsehole. Declaring um, war on the police, and apparently that's okay. It is fine. It is fine. It's the bizarro EU supergirl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so there's this. So someone phoned up LBC and like, well, it's like to Sheila Fogarty, and it's like, okay, you know that you're a liar. You know that you lie all the time. She's like, do I? <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, you know that you have a faith that you don't talk about. You know that you have views that you don't ever talk about. Um, and he's going on and on. And then while he's like going on, he's ranting and raving about the EU and fascists and what real fascism is, which is left wing. Uh, left wing right. is telling sure. him what to do. I knew it was she, something. She casually just goes onto his Twitter and looks. I was like, it says here that LGBT like are all like. 
they're the root cause of all the problems in society. And he's like, well, they are. They're a communist group. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the, these people, the thing, LBC is bad for it because they'll they'll let them phone in. Yeah. But they'll also give them shows. The thing is, it's not even that... And the, Tommy Robinson, I could see Tommy Robinson having a show, at least like a guest spot or a long interview. Try. Someone will try. On the one that Galloway's on. Uh, is that Talk Radio? Is he on that yeah. Talk Sport? Yeah, it's, um, no, I think it's Talk Radio. That's the one. That's they called. will. They will give it a go. Yeah, it'll be it'll be Galloway and Tommy Robinson in a kind of David Meller, Ken Livingston style situation <laughs> where they kind of hate each other but they really love each other. <laughs> Both like hats. Yeah. Give Milo and Bill Maher. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, and like conservatism as a kind of intellectual creed is kind of running out of steam, and mm-hmm. so a lot of their kind of mainstays have. While they might not be fascist in themselves, they or part of any group, I should mm. say, they're not Tommy Robinsons, but they're saying the same stuff. Mm. We did a whole episode on like cultural Marxism, mm. how that is creeping its way in, and that oh, is God. a perfect conspiracy theory to mm. unite a far right movement around. Oh, um, okay. Ian Dale is a is a just hysterical figure. Yeah, but. He is supposedly a normal, respectable member of the Conservative Party. Mm. He says that. He says about. Yeah. He talks about cultural Marxism because they virtually all do on LBC. Yeah, because it's an easily identifiable. That tennis pro does all the time. It's an easily identifiable enemy from something that's dying yeah. that cannot muster itself to get up, and they mm. see that those kind of talking points as like vigorous and yeah, mm. like I say, it, it points it at their enemies as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had like yeah, Kasmad talking. Oh, the. Liberal, like liberal yeah. centrists, should ally with Jobbik. Yeah, it things are being spoken, and the exceptions to the things that are the things that were supposedly safe and protected are increasingly seen as no, no longer, hmm. no longer safe and protected. Like hmm. Islam has, as you know, never been a a thing that's been off limits to these fascists. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of other kind of supposedly outre topics. Hmm that are coming back into the fold in a major way and it's real scary. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, what next? Okay. Uh, next one is the Stuplime. Yep. And kind of... This is a, like... An, I couldn't really figure out what to call this but it was just like a bit of everything. Yeah. <laughs> Bad faith journalism, mm-hmm. gotcha moments on Corbyn, conspiracy theories about Corbyn mm-hmm. and Labour left generally. Mm. Just... The repeated media news cycle that goes from he's an anti-Semite mm-hmm. to he's a communist spy mm-hmm. to he's not that radical and back again. <laughs> and you like, know? and oh, there's that. He's weak, but he's dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A fascist argument. Yeah, yeah. It's um, oh, that one that oh, that Margaret Hodge thing where she called him a fat, an anti-Semite and a racist, and now that's being used by like everyone. It's it's just accepted among certain groups that he is an actual anti-Semite. Yeah. Which, it doesn't matter that there's been no evidence for that particularly. There's no discussion of the fact that there have been anti-Semites in the Labour Party and they haven't been... Well, yeah, that isn't, even, that isn't even part of the discussion. They are That's not, not even, even part of the discussion of like whether there's anti-Semitism in the Labour Party because there is, because Chris Williamson is still there. Yeah. But um, like... The notion that Corbyn is... So, no. No. It's not. No. I mean, he, he's no, only, absolutely not. no grounds. They no. just keep saying it but it, 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 it actually it kind of plugs into the FUBP thing as well because there's been so many opportunities this year where they have brought to maybe to prominence they have repeated something that is an issue mm-hmm. it is a thing the Brexit deal is a problem mm-hmm. the anti-Semitism 
can be is is a problem, mm-hmm. um, and they have taken that, screwed it up, balled it up, and used it as a missile to throw at Corbyn. Yeah, they have taken real fucking issues that are important and that need to be discussed. Yeah, and they've just weaponized it. They use it, it to try and get a man out of the job because they don't like him. Yeah, yeah. It's and the the things that they reach for. It's there's going to be another round of probably uh, he's, you know, there's going to be another round of Hamas stuff. When the next time Israel's in the news, there'll be yeah. another round of Corbyn. You know, with the votes coming up now with um with the you know the Brexit stuff, and yeah. you know we're coming very close to the date, and so it's going to be full blown. He's a secret hardcore Brexiter, which is a line that they always push. And it's like he's he, of course he's never like the EU because you know what? If you really love the EU, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, there is seriously something if, wrong with you if you're that into it. Even if you were well into the things that it does, hmm. right? The level of like, the, even if you really the, the, the hate way that Greece tried and to make, Spain, yeah. like, <laughs> like a German pensioner does, the way that they've tried to make it like a cultural identity, yeah, it's oh, it's an upset. Is one. is is crazy? Yeah, you know. But yeah, it's like, um, yeah, that kind of the, the constantly repeating lies that they know aren't true. But constantly repeating the old, the, just the old things like he's a Stalinist mm. and like decrying. It, it extends beyond Corbyn, obviously, because it extends to the entire left. Constantly talking about oh, the winter of discontent is terrible. Socialism is terrible. Look at all these things that socialism has done, and it's like they're not discussing anything. They're broadcasting it, yeah, and they're using it to, yeah, like you said, and, to get one man out of office. And change, um, just re- just reporting the past is in a very different way. Like militant, it wasn't the way that it's talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's an end to the to just that cycle. Maybe that mm. maybe maybe that's what this is. That particular cycle. Mm-hmm. It's you know Hamas, Hezbollah, mm. Czech agent. Yeah. Terrible neoliberalism, not yeah. radical enough. Whatever. Yeah. Just an end to that. Um, okay. Next nomination: uh, transphobia and yeah. turfs. Generally, the way they have they've had a good year conducted themselves this oh, year. Oh, they have. They've had a good year. And um, fuck, they are everywhere. They are. They are. There's like there was that there's a, the trans debate program on the Channel Four did where Sarah Ditton just screamed. Oh God, I didn't see that. I don't, I don't think I could. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I could handle that. Yeah. Monroe and did you see it? I did not. It sounded like a total nightmare. Yeah, um, I know you watched it for our sins. Yeah, yeah. and it's like it, it's it's that thing where you watch those kind of programs and you end up just having more and more respect for poor trans women dealing yeah. with this stuff. And I say trans women because most of the time the, the focus is on trans women. Trans men barely get looking on this yeah. stuff. There is hatred towards trans men. Yeah, but, but they don't get to be on the, the channel mo- four being yeah, it, like it's, it's the it's the sensationalism yeah. of of oh invading women's spaces. Yeah. And um, that was horrible. Like, yeah, Sarah Ditton just sitting there shouting, 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 yeah. shouting. There was a uh, there was meant to be a women's place just like um, a gamer event. <laughs> <laughs> there was meant to be a women's place event at the new den, mm. uh, Millwall's football ground, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. somebody oh. reached out and Good. explained it to the Mill, like Millwall people, yeah. and they cancelled it. Yeah, and the fucking comments mm. about this is like, oh, this isn't the old Millwall. Yeah, this isn't the old Hardbed. They're all just like pussies, <laughs> and they're all like, I can't believe they've rolled over in front of the the, the trans lobby. And it's what like, happened to the old? What Mill- the fuck are you asking for? <laughs> I've been to a Millwall match. <laughs> it would be fitting. You though. don't want that. It was, well, um, uh, no one likes us. We don't care. Is yeah. that Millwall? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No well, that's a pretty good no slogan for the turfs. Yeah, it's but it's um. Yeah, it's like, oh, I miss the old Millwall that would, you know, hospitalise Pakistani teenagers. <laughs> listen, <laughs> the better Millwall listen. that you could trust. You could set your clock watch to them. My dad's a Millwall fan. 2012 was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> they, 
have, they have done some work to try and clean up their image. I, guess, I know, but, yeah. I know, and that's probably one of the reasons why they they told the turfs to fuck <laughs> yeah. off. Oh, it's just, uh. yeah, they've had a they've had a stellar year of being fucking horrible. Just going after charities. But on the plus side, I do keep you like the 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 mermaid thing is fucking horrible. Yeah. Um. There, but then you do see like some of them losing their jobs because of the stuff they say on Twitter, which is good. Yeah. Like it was, um, someone was having a go at Lily Madigan um, and they had the University of York thing in their bio because they're a lecturer there <laughs> and they're out of the job now. Yeah. Which is good. Good. Because good. you shouldn't have those people teaching kids. No. Absolutely I've ne- not. I've never been able to understand like how they can go so far in that because it just seems to me like a very obvious like equality issue. Yeah. It's, it's so blatant. You would we say have, that, we another have, man. They have the mo- we have the model now. Like, yeah. like gay rights, other LGBT rights. Yeah. That's, that's an established model. This is not a new form of political organising no. or, or demand. No. It's a thing. Not at all. I don't get it. No. I don't get it. Okay, next. Um, next one. Stand up comedians yeah. in general. We're talking Glinner, Robert Webb, David Quantic, Richard Herring to a certain extent. Jonathan Pye. Jonathan fucking Pye. Jesus. Ricky. Um, Ricky to- Gervais. Oh, God. That oh picture God, I sent I you guys of Ricky Gervais. Oh, my God. Oh. <sighs> when do you think he ever is ever going to realise that he's become David Brent? Um, I don't. I know that would have happened. No, the thing is, he's too far down that path. That would have happened after every Shanley interview, wouldn't yeah. it? God, yeah. yeah, he's gone so far down that path, he can't recognise it anymore. <laughs> it's too far. It's too far now. But look, uh, any others? Um, there probably are. There, but generally, yeah, they are. are yeah, to quote, there's cromulent Josh had a great quote about it. No one more alien is more alienated from their labour than nineties comedy writers terrified of their own satirical conclusions. Yeah, because it actually isn't all stand-ups. It's a very specific subset mm-hmm. of nineties yeah. fairly Edgeworth. prominent, like I would say, top of their yeah. field comedians have are, are just intent on destroying their own legacies. Like, mm. like people talk, like people like Stuart Lee talk about, like. The, the strain of performing and how you are in private and how mm. you are in public. And these people don't seem to have like really tackled that dichotomy at all. Mm. But then, um, who is it? Um, who did Richard Herring have on his podcast recently that was bad? Shit, what was it? Uh, oh, yeah, James O'Brien, when they were talking about the. Um, when they talking they about talked, they talked, Yeah, they talked about how you know, there's some debate to be had. Oh, oh, right. yeah. Well, because of course, the debate is what debate, level of canon to fire. Debate is more sta- debate is more stage time. Debate is more podcasts. Yeah. And yeah. the last thing we want <laughs> at this point is more podcasts. <laughs> I will die on this hill. <laughs> it's a crowded market. We can't compete. I think twenty nineteen should just be the year that we all get into Dan Ninen. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, millennial comedian. Yeah. Dan Ninen. Does he say anything? He doesn't say anything mean about anyone, does he? Oh no, he's the one hundred percent clean. Oh, he is. Oh, Oh, he has said some incredible things. Not on stage, uh, but um, he will send. He is like he's got a harassment campaign. Oh yeah, emails against people who he feels have wronged him in life. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, maybe I should start fighting so I can get like a get a nice email (laughs) chain. I love Jerry Seinfeld rallying about um, these. Politically correct teens, you just can't have any comedy anymore. Like the airplane peanuts guy. <laughs> what is the deal with the politically correct comedians? Was he like, saying that while he was putting on that flak jacket? <laughs> <laughs> At the Israeli training camp. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Lots of laughs and lots of Zionism. <laughs> 
What's uh, the deal with semi-automatics? <laughs> so who do you reckon was? Oh, oh this is rough. That's hard because um, continuity <sighs> remain has been really. That's hard been to infuriating. I feel like it's still it occupies so much of my time. Yeah, I mean, of looking at politics. Well, yeah, on our um our group chat, we did find the the, the thing the button that could end us all, which was update the group chat constantly whenever hashtag F- FPPE is used. <laughs> So I think it's that. I think continuity I mean, remains. Yeah. It's the most... It's, I mean, fascism really angers up the blood. There is that. Fascism is, incre- is incredibly dangerous and is... But they're going to be welcomed... They're going to be welcomed... They're going to be welcomed in by continuity I was going to say, it's, it's obviously more dangerous... It's obviously more dangerous yeah. except for the part of continuity remain that's just becoming normal fascists. Yeah. Well, it's that thing. Like I said, I said it earlier, look, um, this year is the year where they all go full fash. Oh, yeah. So maybe it's a double winner. The rise of fascism and continuity remain. They're going to have Ooh. a baby in 2019. Hand in hand, marching into the future. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay, I can yeah. get behind Maybe that. Maybe it'll yeah. be talked about in Paul Mason's new book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's Those are our awards yeah. for 2018. This took way too long. This yep. I will be cutting this back next year when yep. we do it again. Like, But it was a big, wide, heavy, strong year. Yeah. Uh, for everything that happened. So just to recap who won, uh, the Cut My Life Into Pieces This Is My Last Resort Award for Bitterest Resignation went to Claire Cober. Well yeah, deserved. that was so good. <laughs> uh, the Oh Lord He Come In Award for Hottest Take goes to uh, Andrew Adonis for I Have Three Children, A Son, <laughs> A Daughter and HS2. For making love to a train. <laughs> <laughs> um, well done, sweet lord. The Football in the Groin Funniest Moment goes to... Yeah, the award goes to Dronegate. Yep. <laughs> the I Wish You All Had One Neck Award for Worst Political Person goes to Emmanuel Macron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the George Orwell Prize for Worst Leftist goes to uh, Angela Nagel. Angela Nagel. Sorry, Momentum, you've always got next year. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, it's an honour to just be nominated. It is. Uh, and the Super Saiyan Three Levels of Pissed Off Infuriation Award goes a joint winner of Continuity Remain and the Normalisation of Fascism. Yeah. So yeah, that's our award show. Yeah. Um, I hope you've enjoyed how long it was. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, right. fellas. It's been a hoot. Thank you. No for problems. Thank you. Have you here, Rob? Anytime. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks. Cheers. Bye. Bye. about the fighting game when Mr. Hoover said to come